Welcome to the Extension Connection Podcast. The Grant County Cooperative Extension Service is here to help connect you with research-based information about economic development, energy and water, farm and ranch, yard and garden, natural resources, health and well-being, and our very popular youth development program, 4-H. I'm your host, Jessica Swan the 4-H and agriculture agent here in Grant County, New Mexico. We are part of New Mexico State University's College of Agricultural, Consumer, and Environmental Science, and we are here to serve you. So let's get started. I've been getting a lot of questions um, about are we going to have a fair? Um, and this, this podcast is, is based out of Grant County, New Mexico, and um, so in an effort to try to disbunk any kind of rumors or fears or stress, um, I decided that I'd go ahead and reach out to the fair board president and see what he had to say about having a fair. Um, I know myself, you know, I worry just the same as everyone else, you know, should I get animals, should I put money into this, should I take the year off? Um, I have all the same concerns as everyone else. Um, and so I hope that this episode um, and this interview uh, kind of helps put everybody kind of at ease and helps you kind of make your decision um, and to do what's right for your family. I hope you enjoy. Welcome to the podcast today. Um, today I have with me Mr. Ty Bays. He is the 2020 Grant County Fair Board President and we're we're basically getting together today to set the record straight. Isn't that right? That's right. Okay. So the most popular question that I'm getting asked is, are we having a fair? Should we get show animals? Um, I probably get this question at least three to four times a week. Um, and my, my answer has been, I'm getting them. I'm still getting show animals. Um, you know, I can't tell people what to do, but... You know, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a fair. September's a long ways away. So, um, with that, uh, we've been visiting on what are some, you know, just in case we're not able to be on the the county fairgrounds or, you know, we don't know what's going to happen between now and then. What are some of our options? So, what what are you guys thinking in terms of the fair? Well, first of all, we're going to have a fair. What it's going to look like and where it's going to be. I'm not sure, but I have, uh, I've talked to the county manager, I've talked to people on the state fair commission. Uh, We're all thinking that, you know, this pandemic that we're going through is going to subside at some point in the near future, and we will be able to go back to business as usual. As Jessica just pointed out, our fair's not until, you know, the latter part of September. That's not that far away, but that's a long time away from, you know, in in considering what the country and the state's going through. So we're going to have a fair. We're planning on having it just like we always have. If we don't, if for some reason we can't have it at the county fairgrounds, we are talking about other options and, you know, and... There's a lot of different options that we've looked at, and we haven't chased them to ground yet because we're kind of waiting to to see what what happens here in May with the governor and the the state of New Mexico. But you know, 
it could be that we find another location such as the Southwest Horseman's Arena and and given that let's just say that we're living under the same uh restrictions that we are today, you know, I think we could you know have the fair there and that may entail bringing in sheep one day and we having a show we have a show pigs one day we have a separate show and then steers and and of course goats fit in there with the sheep um that's that's worst case scenario but bottom line we we are committed to having this fair allowing our grant county youth to show their animals we will have a sale again uh ideally we have it out at the cliff Hila grant county fairground just like we always have you know, we may have to go to some sort of a video or private auction, silent auction type thing. But, you know, one thing uh, I, I can tell you, get your animals. If we're still living under this pandemic, and hopefully we're not, but right. <laughs> a good friend of mine who sits on the New Mexico State Fair Commission, he's telling kids, if we're still living under the same rules and regs, those those pigs, those sheep, those steers are going to be worth their weight in gold. Because, uh, I mean, we saw what happened to toilet paper. Now we see what's happening to our meat departments and our grocery stores. Those animals are going to be worth a lot of money. So, any event, we're, we're forging ahead and we're, we're hoping for the best. And if not, we'll, we'll make this work somehow. Right, right. So... We're gonna we're setting the record straight. There is going to be a fair. What that fair is going to look like, we're not really sure. But um, everybody that I've talked to that's associated with the fair, um, ag teachers, um, parents, volunteers, board members, everybody's committed to seeing this to the end. Um, what that's gonna look like, we don't know. But we're gonna do the best that we can you know, with what we have and everything like that. So, um, I, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, if, if you're, if you're planning on show animals this year, you know, go for it, go for the gusto. Um, the other thing to think about in terms of your kids and these projects is there's really not much more to do this summer. You know, I don't know what, you know, Little League or all those other things like that that go on in the summer, church camps, those types of things. I don't know what their plans are, but I know in terms of 4-H programming, we're pretty much on hold as of right now. Um, so there's really not much more to be doing. And really, it's, a, it's actually kind of a perfect scenario for kids that are going to get animals because um, there's no reason that those pigs shouldn't be broke. There's no reason that these steers shouldn't be dog gentle and hair trained and all that kind of stuff. You, they've got plenty of time to do it. Um, we're always kind of, uh, pressed for time and we're actually kind of being given a gift at this point in terms of we have a lot of time <laughs> now, um, cause we don't have other things kind of competing. Um, so that's just pretty much what we wanted to cover today um, is that, um, you know, we're, we're thinking of options. The fair board's open to options, um, ideas, input, uh, anybody who wants to help. Um, this isn't just a, a few people. Um, I mean, it does kind of fall on the backs of a few people, but 
that doesn't mean you can't help, you know, volunteer, say, I want to help organize. I want, I have an idea. Um, I have a place that we can possibly, you know, have a goat show or whatever. Um, you know, reach out to us, reach out to the fair board. Um, we'd love to have all the help that we can get, um, to make this a, a better, you know, situation. Um, there's also some other options in terms of the virtual shows and auctions. What are you thinking on that? Yeah, I know Arizona, uh, some of those counties have done that. Um, myself and some some of the other fair board members have looked into that. We haven't really discussed it as a group, but that's not really something we want to go to. I mean, it's an option that, that we won't take off the table, but... You know, I don't think that's um, that's just less than ideal. Yeah. Um, I yeah. don't, you know, and I know they did what they they did so they could do it, but mm-hmm. that is really not. I mean, I, I know I've helped Jessica coach some of these judging teams, and it's it's just not the same looking at, at photos. <laughs> yeah. It just really no, is it's not. not. It's not. And and. My point is, I don't think it's fair to our kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, your mom may be a great photographer and might be able to make that pig look really, really good versus mm-hmm. the next kid. I mean, it just there's too many variables, and and I know they have trouble getting judges to judge that fair because mm-hmm. a lot of the people just refused to do it and said they, you know, I can't, I can't handle the lambs. I can't. Mm-hmm. Check the yeah. steers if they've got enough fat. I can't watch the the hog move, and you know it. it, it it's it's an option, but it's not a very good one. But mm-hmm. we won't take it off the table. But mm-hmm. I can assure you, we'll <laughs> we will look for better than that. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, those are. I mean, that is an option. Um, I agree with you. It it is not an ideal option, but you know, if worse comes to worse. I mean, gets any worse than this, I guess. Um, I guess it is a an option. The other thing is they do have virtual auctions. Um, and I, I kind of view those auctions as a double-edged sword. Um, they can be really good or really bad. Um, those are an option as well to kind of getting our community, you know, being able to support these kids. Um, the one positive thing I think think I see in it is that we would be basically live to whoever wants to chime in. So just in case you're a rich lawyer in Dallas, um, these kids are going to need some money. I'm just saying. Um, so if you're needing to, to get rid of some money and, um, the best place to dump it is on some 4-H and FFA kids guaranteed. So I, I think that that's something that, that may be a positive that might come out of things. Um, I know when I watch online auctions a lot, they get they get pretty steep pretty fast. But that's because you're not just competing with everybody in the in the room. You're competing with anybody in the country who wants to chime in. <laughs> so um, some silver lining, I think, in all of this. Um, once again, we hope that things just go back to normal or some sort of normal, um, and that we go back out to the county fairgrounds and we carry on just like we always have. Um, is there anything else you want to add? You know, I'll just add, I, the New Mexico State Fair is still planning to have their fair. Mm-hmm. 
I know there were some rumors recently that uh, the Lee County Fair was canceled, but I've checked into that and that is not the case. There's, as of yet, not been a county fair that has been canceled. There, I know there's some over on the east side of the state that come up at, towards the end of July and they are kind of talking about moving their fair back. Um, but talking to some of the people I know over there, that's that may be a good thing. They don't like having that fair that early anyway, and they've, mm -hmm. you know, because they're having to feed animals for, you know, basically August 1st fair and then another set for the New Mexico State Fair and then yet another, possibly another set for Eastern. So, um Anyway, they're not talking about canceling it, but rather maybe moving it back. And, and So anyway, I we don't have any indication right now that we're not going to be able to have the fair or any county fair in the state or, for that matter, the state fair. So mm -hmm. as of right now, it's we're still just all waiting to see. Hopefully, you know, this this all passes and we... You know, in the meantime, I, I you know, let's uh, let's do our part to keep from spreading this virus around, and and the better job we do, hopefully, uh, we get out from under these onerous restrictions that we're living under, and can go on about our lives and our business. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, another thing that's um, going to be coming up is tagging. Um, and we're going to visit kind of off off the the record here on my podcast about that. But I want to tell everybody that, um, you know, we're going to figure out a plan to get these animals tagged. They're going to get tagged. Um, the rules and restrictions have really been loosened up. So, um, you know, one way or another, we're going to get these animals tagged. We're going to figure it out. Um, nobody's going to be turned away, at least not from the Grant County Fair anyway. Um, you know, due to all this, we will figure it out. If there's a will, there's a way. Um, so we'll, we're going to try to figure out a, a good method to get this done. Um, bear with us. Bear with us. It's not going to be perfect. Um, so, uh, and also to just go back to what you said, we're having a county fair. Get your animals and have fun like you usually do. Yep. So. All right. Well, thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you. To go along with the discussion that I just had with Ty Bays, I wanted to add a few things. Um, showing livestock isn't just about the competition. Um, there's a lot of life skills gained in showing livestock. I know I, I grew up showing cattle, sheep, and hogs. And it's one of the best memories of my life. Um, and now, thankfully, I get to pass that on to um, my kids. Um, some of the things that you get from showing livestock that you just can't get from anywhere else is um, the responsibility. Um, I don't know anything that can teach you responsibility like trying to raise a show animal. Um, and it's also... Uh, a very trying and difficult thing to do. It's, it's not easy. Um, I always say it's, it's hard to control um, or train an animal that has a separate brain than you do. Um, so it's very good for these kids to 
experience in their lives. You can always tell. Um, I had actually a a guy once tell me when they were hiring people that if they saw on their resume that they were a 4-H or an FFA member and that they showed livestock, that they immediately went to the top of the pile um, in terms of applicants because they knew that they could work hard and that they they knew how to work and get something um, from start to finish and get it done and they will complete um, difficult tasks. Um, And I think that that just speaks volumes. And it's not just my opinion or the opinions of others. There's actually good research on proving what showing livestock can do for young people. Um, Texas Tech actually did a study and they found... Uh, six themes um, that the youth said that they gained from showing livestock. One of those being social relationships. Um, they also get to build their character. They, um, they reported family togetherness and family values. And that's just something that you just don't see a lot of these days. Um, this is actually something that the whole family can do together and be a part of from Um, you know, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas and aunts and uncles, everybody can be involved. Um, it's exposure to competition. That's another one. Um, learning to win and learning to lose, um, a very big part of life. Um, exposure to other cultures. Um, there's a lot of different cultures and diversity in showing livestock. Um, and then also one of the bigger ones was knowledge and care of animals. Um, taking care of animals is a big part of it. Um, a lot of times these animals get taken better care of, um, than we do. Uh, I know for instance, when I was growing up, um, our show calves got a bath twice a day. I don't know how many people, um, are taking, uh, a shower twice a day, but yeah, they got, um, groomed twice a day and spent the summers in a nice air-conditioned room. So, um, and it's the same for a lot of these animals. They get, um, actually treated better than, than most. So, um, there's really a lot to gain from this and we just hope that, um, these families in our county that, that they'll continue to get show animals and that, um, and, and people just around the, the, the U.S. that they just continue on and just stick with it. Um, it's a good thing to do, win or lose. Um, there's just always something to be gained. So um, I really enjoyed talking to Ty Bass today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. See you next time. <laughs> I wanted to throw one more thing in um, at the very end of this podcast is that um, in talking with the uh, livestock inspector, I want to remind everyone when you're getting your show animals, make sure that you're getting a bill of sale. Uh, and if you're getting animals from out of state, make sure that they're coming in with uh, health papers. Um, those are going to be vital when we get around to getting these animals inspected. Um, right now, the livestock board is just trying to focus on um, kind of the main parts of agriculture and, and making sure that those pathways are are clear. Um, so the show animal side of thing is kind of... Uh, kind of been uh, deferred a little bit so they'll be getting around to to, uh, inspecting all these animals um, when things kind of return back to normal but until then um, your bill of sale and those health papers are pretty much going to serve as your uh, your travel papers Um, so make sure when you're buying animals that you get a bill of sale um, and you also get those health papers for animals that come out of state
Thanks everyone for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast. Want more information? You can visit us at our website, grantextension.nmsu.edu. Follow us on Facebook at NMSU Grant County CES, Snapchat at Grant County NM4H, Shoot us an email at grant at nmsu.edu or give us a call 575-388-1559. New Mexico State University is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer and educator, NMSU and the U.S. Department of Agriculture cooperating.